from atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West. West. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk radio Show. Talk show. All right. Happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman and Kirk Crosby live on your radio. Hard-hitting news. The networks refuse to use. No doubt. Starts now. This is the broadcast for September the 18th in the year of our Lord, 2019. This is our one of two. And our goal always to protect life, liberty, and property and to promote God, family, and country on your radio in the traditions of our founding fathers. Yes, indeed, ladies and gentlemen, we use the blueprint for liberty, the supreme law of the land, the Constitution for the United States of America as our guide. And absolutely, we're convinced the checks and balances brilliantly put in place by the founding fathers, one of the great peaceful restorative solutions we have at our fingertips. Welcome to Liberty Roundtable Live. As you know, we reject revolution. We stand for peaceful restoration of the greatest country on the face of the earth. Now, in 1955, the daughters of the American Revolution petitioned Congress to set aside September the 17th uh, through the 23rd to be annually to be dedicated for the observance of Constitution Week. Constitution Day was yesterday, so we celebrated Constitution Day, and we're continuing to celebrate Constitution Week. As you know, the Constitution is the supreme law of our land, and we believe the Constitution is the solution. You know, we've got a lot of problems in America today, and people are really um, in perilous times, kind of trying to figure out where to turn for solutions. They blame the Constitution, sadly. But I submit that it's because we don't follow the Constitution. We don't use the checks and balances. uh, And so we have problems. And rather than blaming the Constitution, let's apply the Constitution. More pure application, if you will, uh, of the principles embodied in that supreme law. And if we do so, we'd receive tremendous blessings. Um, You know what? It's created more freedom for more people in the history of the world than any other system of government. So you know what? Let's not be too hard on what works. Let's be hard on those who don't want to follow it. I mean, after all, it is the supreme law, is it not? All right, we talked about um, former Judge Roy Moore running for Senate in Alabama. Roy Moore says he scares the heck out of the D.C. establishment, liberals, and the gay, lesbian, bisexual, transgender crowd. Roy Moore also condemns red flag laws. We talked also about who owns the American West. And who should profit from it? We talked about this Purdue Big Pharma deal and the Sackler family. I guess they hope to settle their opioid lawsuit with 2,300 plaintiffs for profits from selling more Oxycontin. That ain't going to work too well, I don't think. And as far as I understand, those folks might be in a big old BK. Time will tell. New York Attorney General exposes... $1 billion in wire transfers by the Sackler family. And um, they say the owners of Purdue Pharma after the proposal of a settlement. Um, Needtoknow.news with the details. Needtoknow.news. Great news service, by the way. Anyway, so the the scandal in this um, big pharma stuff, in this opioid crisis, is beyond imagination. Turns out that a Swedish rapper is out of control as well. Calls for white people to be shot. I don't want anybody to be shot, ladies and gentlemen. Now, sadly, when criminals rape and pillage and plunder, sometimes they, you know, they end up being shot because people have a God-given unalienable right of self-defense. Somebody's trying to protect their home, their their castle, their family, whatever. I understand that sometimes uh, criminals get shot necessarily. 
That doesn't mean I want them to. What I want them to do is stop the crime and stop. Then we can all stop the shooting, right? Anyway, we talked about the court reinstates lawsuit against Fox News over the Seth, Seth Rich murder saga. Wow. Can Fox News report what they find or is that not legal? Sadly, the First Amendment's under siege in America today. Feds finalized plan to open Alaska's Arctic National Wildlife Refuge to oil drilling. I think that's good news. You'd say, Sam, what about the environment? We can't just destroy it everywhere. I get it, but we also can't destroy the environment in Saudi Arabia and in Iraq and Iran and everywhere else around the world. I mean, what gives you the idea, ladies and gentlemen, that it's okay to destroy the environment in another part of the world, but not in our own backyard? If we're going to use fossil fuels, by the way, I don't even believe they're fossil fuels. is another discussion. Uh, nevertheless, if you believe that oil is problematic and the, the um, getting the oil out of the earth, whatever word you want to use for that, uh, is the problem, then, you know, is it, it's not anymore okay to do it in somebody else's backyard than our own. We need to stop using those fuels altogether. The only problem with that is we need to change our way of life drastically if we're going to do that and or find a better way to provide fuel. None of those solutions really, in my opinion, um, have wheels, have legs. We're not going to quit using um, oil. Is it okay in our backyard? Is it okay in our world or our society of the world? See, that's the problem with these environmentalists is they're not thinking through things effectively and they're dishonest. Okay, they want to issue credits to companies, credits to rich people so they can go ahead and use the environmental resources. But as long as they pay uh, to the governments a big old stipend, then they can get away with it and the rest of us have to suffer. See, the whole plan is dishonest, folks. Nevertheless, there you have it. That wraps up hour one of the recap. Hour two. In Arizona, they say it starts 450 miles of border wall by next year. Some are claiming, will they get it done? All I can say is time will tell. I've heard a lot about the border wall, but I don't see a whole lot of progress. Now, I see that they're fixing portions of the fence and updating portions of the fence. And, you know, hey, all right, I understand that. But I don't know that we're building a big, long, huge, beautiful wall like we talked about. Not even close. Turns out that a Swiss house... Built by robots promises to revolutionize the construction industry. You know, I wish it were true. But as far as I can stand, government just regulates, 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 and the cost of taxes and the cost of permits and regulation just goes up, 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 and away to where housing is literally becoming unaffordable to almost everyone, everywhere, all the time. People are melting down, going into debt. I mean, it's just disaster. The answer is to less have less regulation, let people do what they want on their land, uh, and to lower the cost. How do you lower the cost? Well, you get rid of inflation by going back to honest money is what you do. RNC, or I'm sorry, double NCAA, that's the collegiate sports group, right? The NCAA warns California that, quote, fair pay bill is unconstitutional. And I agree with that. I don't think government needs to be in the middle of college. The NCAA, supposedly they're private you know, volunteer organization, right? Maybe so. It might be like the Hotel of California, another topic. Uh, but uh, look, I want individuals and in, in, in colleges and in, in sports teams and uh, what big business advertisers and brands, I want them to have the free market. 
Government's only role would be to honor contracts, create a level playing field, stay out of the way. But uh, they want to legislatively mandate that athletes can receive, you know, partnerships with big brands because they want to shut down the NCAA's rejection of it. Uh, Pulling the level of government in one lever of government in one favor, uh, you know, one group versus the other. I'm not comfortable with it at all. All right. We talked about uh, a wonderful news story where Tiger Woods, Justin Timberlake and Michael Jordan, they're sending over seven million dollars to the Bahamas in the hurricane relief. And I commend them for doing so because it's their charitable donations. They're doing it for their own free will and choice. Michael Jordan has a great tie to the Bahamas. And uh, so, you know what? I commend them. And I hope that other stars jump aboard. And I hope uh, people create GoFundMe, a campaign and everything else so that, you know what? Good things can happen. But one of the things you need to be really be careful of every time I see these kind of big philanthropy efforts happen, uh, more than not, the money is mismanaged, misused, and somebody cries foul and says, hey, well, this isn't the way it was supposed to be. I hope we can raise a lot of money to care for our neighbors. I hope we can do it without government involvement so it's true charity, not forced, but true charity. And I hope we can get involved, and I hope that we can find ways to have true um, custody of the funds uh, in a way that, that really ensures that the job is getting done as the philanthropists uh, and the humanitarian folks intend, right? Because that's a big problem as well. All right, 9-11 whistleblower. They say that six out of 10 of the 9-11 commissioners admitted a cover-up. Did you hear me? Six out of 10, 60% admitted a cover-up, folks. And then I bring up that I'm concerned that we don't got the real story on 9-11, and they call me a nutcase. But six out of a, a, a ten are saying, look, it was a cover-up. It was a sham. Wow. Donald Trump said we told our son Barron not to vape. Don't vape, Barron. Good for Donald. Good for parents that want to encourage their kids not to become addicted. That's great news. We talked about a fact check. Donald Trump increased funds for black colleges 17%. I don't know. Is that a move a racist would make? Don't think so. Well, you know, depends on how you define racist, right? I don't think we should be even having black colleges at all. Not by government mandate and or government funding. Now, if black people want to have a college, let them. If white people want to have a college, let them. If black and whites want to go to college together, let them. I personally don't think that we ought to use race as a determiner anyway. But people are free to choose as they will. We should have free association, should we not? All right. um, Andrew Yang's bag of cash becomes a big old joke. Amen to that. But you know what? Andrew is one of the winners of the debate there, um, but no one's telling you about it. I don't think he's the chosen one. That's kind of the problem, right? And that's a recap of yesterday's broadcast. Check it out at libertyroundtable.com. While you're there, click on the donation link. Every penny helps us grow our presence in the media. We would love your support in every way possible. LibertyRoundTable.com, live and on-demand radio at your fingertips. That is a recap of yesterday's hard-hitting broadcast, available for free at LibertyRoundTable.com. Two hours. And hard-hitting news the networks refuse to use with Sam and Kurt starts in seconds now.
Hi, I'm Patty, wife of former Congressman Steve Stockman. In Congress, Steve sought impeachment of Eric Holder for his corruption of the Justice Department and his fast and furious gun running that caused border agent Brian Talley's death. Steve called for arrest of Lois Lerner for her contempt of Congress as it investigated her targeting of conservative nonprofit groups. After four years, four grand juries, and millions of tax dollars, Steve Stockman is in prison. His case involved four checks to nonprofits. DOJ has one standard for Hillary Clinton, but another for folks like President Trump and my husband. We've spent all our savings, all Steve's retirement, and much of mine. Steve Stockman has fought for you and America. Won't you join me now to fight for Steve? To help, text FIGHT to 444-999, text F-I-G-H-T to 444-999, or go to DefendAPatriot.com, DefendAPatriot.com. Being there with your child and being there for your child are two completely different things. One denotes a simple presence, which is a start, but can also be accomplished by someone other than you. Hey, can you help me with this algebra problem? See, that sheep did a fine job of being there with the child, but it didn't do a very good job of being there for the child. Now listen to the difference an involved parent can make. Hey, can you help me with this algebra problem? I'm not very good at algebra, but do you have any English questions? Because I done real good in English. <laughs> oh, Mom. Okay, let's take a look. Okay, so the algebra problem didn't get solved, but something better happened. Mom was there for her child. And when you're really there, they'll know how much you care. From the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. For more tips on strengthening your family, visit family.mormon.org. With news the networks refuse to use. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. All right, Kirk Cosby, welcome to the Liberty Roundtable Live, sir. Buenos dias. Greetings and salutations. Thank Howdy, howdy, howdy. Thank you, Sam. You're very welcome, sir. By the way, um, Roy Moore's back in the news. Well, that's right, Sam. And uh, in this case, he's telling us something that, well, you already knew, uh, but it's a good reminder. Uh, he's just basically uh, saying that in this day, um, well, they've got this new way of doing things. The headline reads, false allocate, al- accusations Excuse me, are latest tool of political left to steal elections. It's by Brandon Mosley. Um, by the and, way, good uh, for you, Brandon. I, I think he's right on target, don't you? Absolutely. Good for Brandon. Uh, And, you know, when we talk about this false accusations, Donald Trump should understand this if anybody does, right? And it's the biggest tool of the political left to steal elections. And I think that's what's going on. They're stealing elections. There's election fraud, Kurt. And Roy Moore's spot on on this. And good for Roy Moore. uh, Good for Brandon. Now, where does Brandon, who does he write for? Um, if I remember right, uh, I was just looking that thing back up, but it was, um, you know, uh, I will say this, that Google, um, helps me find that because I put an ad word in or a word in there. And then when well, there's something you find the story new in the shows first place? up about that, well, I found it because they, 
uh, sent me the little notice, you Who know, did? that there was a Roy Moore story. Google did? Uh, yeah. Okay, so you're using so Google watchwords, and it fired this off for you. Is that what and it's You're watching called? from yeah, Roy Moore. Okay. Yeah, good. That's great. It was a pretty cool way yeah, to do good. it, I think. I and, agree. You know, I know there's a lot of, uh, in my opinion, problems with using Google, but uh, it was a nice thing that came up that Our way. reporter, Alabama yeah. reporter, got it. There you go. That's where it was. Good point. Anyway, um, I'm just saying they're you know good for them for reporting this, and this just goes to show Kurt why the local news, the Al Reporter, that's Alabama Reporter, willing to take it on where the mainstream press may not be. Right, and right? and when you well, they won't even touch it, and yet it should be picked up by the AP and everybody else and passed along, but they'll just leave it alone, you know. And that's how you know very few people learn about that. And Sadly true. It also uh, fits um, with the Kavanaugh thing that's going on right now uh, and the other things, you know, he's uh, basically just saying, hey, um, he said, unlike Brett Kavanaugh or anyone else who has suffered such false allegations, I did sue not only my accusers, but also their conspirators for their attempt to destroy my very successful U.S. Senate campaign. That's what he told uh, the Alabama political reporter is what it's called, APR. And uh, he said, has justice prevailed? Uh, he asked, uh, Roy Moore asked, and he says, I've not seen or been able to question any of my accusers for two years. Of course not. Why should you be able case, to? How are you going to commit the fraud if you have point. accountability and they're forced to testify? See, Kavanaugh was forced to testify. Roy Moore literally being forced to you know, do things to clear his name. And none of these criminals are forced to do anything. And when I saw the story, it just said Moore, and I didn't know which Moore we were talking about. Like, I was afraid of it. What if it was that Michael Moore guy, that filmmaker nut loony? Right? Good point. Yeah. I mean, you uh, read the headline you know, and you and doubt and it, but you just don't know for sure and you don't want to assume, right? So I added yeah, Michael, says, uh, or I'm sorry, I added um, Roy to the story so that it would be clear which more we're talking about. That's just, good point. I try to provide clarity on things, you know? Yeah, in, in Alabama, at least when they see more, I think most of them understand Yeah, but that, I didn't but, know it was uh, Alabama either, Kurt. Yeah, good right. Point. So I had to good dig point. up that it comes from Alabama and who's reporting it to know that it's the local news telling the truth against the mainstream yep. press. And then I had to basically look and make sure that it was Roy. Now, I'm and glad that says, it's Roy, and I'm uh, glad that it's Alabama, but see, they leave those things out of the headline, or at least Google or somebody point. does. Well, the Alabama political reporter did that headline, and uh, yeah. I mean, maybe maybe somebody else made him do it, but Judge Roy I'm Moore just saying, in Google the, didn't in the article. where to go get it either, did they? No. In their watchwords, they just tell you that it existed, right? Yeah. Hey, this uh, is out he there says, in the world. Uh, Here's your watchwords. He says, I have spent over 200000 defending a defamation suit against me for merely denying their false accusations. And then he says, false allegations are the latest tool of the political left to steal elections and deter, or deter conservative candidates from even running. Uh, he said, nor will they stop until voters realize their obvious intent and take a stand as I have done. Um, and, See, I you think know, he I couldn't think, be more right about I think that. He's, yeah, and this right is where, Kurt, a lot of the American people get the conservatives and the, I don't know what you want to call it, the patriots, the whatever words you want to use, the right, the I don't know what. But this is where they say, you know what, America, stick a fork in it. We've already lost our country. We've tried everything. 
you know, we've done everything we can, you know, saying it's about time for, you know, they call for revolution or they call for this or that. Or uh, See, I reject all that, Kurt. I don't think we've done everything that we can. When we can't get the average voter to understand what's really going on and reject these false allegations, uh, and whether you agree or believe Roy Moore's right or not, or whether you believe his accusers or not, isn't the point. The point is, hey, Roy Moore's trying to take it in the proper venue, which is a court of law to sue for a redress of grievance. And if he can't even get justice in the courts, can't even get the courts to address the issue, can't even face his accusers uh, in a venue that would create accountability and transparency by nature of, of, of the court. Uh, see, they put people under penalty of perjury and everything else to tell the truth. I swear to tell the truth, nothing but the truth, okay? But if, if, if Roy Moore can't even get there, then my question is whether you agree with Roy or not, whether you agree with the accusers or not, no matter what side of the issue, don't you agree that we should have fair and accountable and open and transparent reality in the courts? And if Roy's wrong, let him go to court and let him get shut down because he's wrong. But don't have it never wind its way through the appropriate legal uh, venue and then tell me that Roy's wrong or Roy's just a bad guy or this and that. Because Roy's trying to take it where it belongs, and they won't go there. And you've got to ask the question, why not? Why won't they go there? If they're on solid footing, if their accusations are accurate, and if Roy Moore is a, I don't know what you say, pervert, pedophile, um, whatever the Me Too movement are against, right? If he's an aggressor or a, a, a sexist or a bigot or a, okay, why not just let that all come out transparently in court? Because you have nothing to hide, right? See, and that's the problem I have with this whole debate. They're in the court of public opinion making false allegations, and there's no place to go for a redress of grievance is the problem, Kurt. And Roy's proving it. $200,000 later, he hasn't even faced his accusers yet. What's going on with that? How does this happen? Who has protection from the law? Who's hiding behind what? Okay, there's corruption there going on that Roy's pointing out, and it spills right into elections. And then they say, oh, there's no election fraud. You're crazy. What are you talking about, Sam? Well, it's pretty easy to see. And then they would say, well, uh, what? You're defending Roy Moore? You're a white supremacist. You're a kook. You're, a, you're an enemy of liberty. You're somehow a bad guy. You're, mm, you're, me too needs to stop you. What have you done? Oh, I don't know. Nothing. We'll find an allegation. We'll make a false. Okay, that's where we are in this world. And um, it's, it's a tragedy. But I think Roy is on the tip of the spear when it comes to doing our best to create accountability and transparency in this issue. And in his defense, constitutionally, it is Constitution Week, he is on the right track in terms of he is using the system the way it was designed to go after these people. The problem is the system's broken now, Kurt. I don't know if it's corrupt judges. I don't know. I don't know if there's just good lawyers. People. I don't know what the issue is, but I don't see how he can't face his accusers. Now, I'm not saying it's not true. I'm just saying I don't understand that. The courts are broken is the point. Good point. And, uh, you know, uh, the scripture reminds us of wicked judges and lawyers. And when the uh, guilty or the wicked rule, the people mourn. The one thing I like about this article, uh, you know, it, it weaves the current uh, Kavanaugh thing, um, accusations and the uh, individual who says he doesn't really know anything about it uh, in there with his, uh, you know, and, and I even quotes the president, I guess he tweeted out uh, about the Kavanaugh thing. Yeah, in the defense of Kavanaugh, out, if you will. Yeah, he tweeted out and says, uh, false accusations without recrimination. When does it stop? Um, and by the and way, Donald's the, uh, right on this. 
it, yes. Uh, and in the article, the last two paragraphs kind of sum up a history of why this uh, Judge Ray Moore thing is pretty important because it says in 2017, two years ago, it had uh, appeared more, Judge Roy Moore appeared to be cruising to an easy 10-point win in the Senate special election uh, until accusations of sexual impropriety were published in the Washington Post. Moore has denied all the accusations, but his campaign was abandoned by national Republican groups, including the National Republican Senate Committee, and they even uh, put in a write-in candidate and several others, and that made the other guy win just barely. Didn't Judge Roy Moore sue the media, too, with Larry Clayman and crew? Hang tight, folks. Your daily Liberty Newswire. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA Radio News with Chris Barnes. The White House is reportedly hoping to help end the United Auto Workers strike against General Motors, which is entering its third day. The Trump administration is reportedly trying to get GM to reopen a plant in Ohio that the company closed in March. That could help the president's 2020 re-election bid in Michigan and Ohio, two states critical to his 2016 victory. The U.S. Senate's top Republican says he is still awaiting guidance from President Trump about gun safety legislation. Senator Mitch McConnell saying Trump has indicated he will not sign the House-passed bill on universal background checks. What I would like to know is what he thinks would make some progress and he would sign. For now, McConnell says the Senate's in a holding pattern when it comes to gun legislation. And this is USA Radio News. Filling an opening at your company means more than just finding an employee. You're looking for a fit, a match. Robert Half understands that. We know you need someone who can do the work, someone who complements your culture. And, of course, you need that someone fast. When it all comes together, it makes for a perfect fit. Satisfaction guaranteed. Robert Half, the matching experts in accounting, finance, IT, legal, marketing, and administrative staffing. Visit roberthalf.com for more information. Now you can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-215-5141. 800-215-5141. That's 800-215-5141. It's the 42nd case of a child dying inside a hot car in the United States this year. This time it happens in Hobbs, New Mexico. A babysitter calling 911 to say she accidentally left the two-year-old child she was babysitting in a car for several hours. Meanwhile, a northwest Arkansas couple has been honored by their community for helping to rescue a child they found locked in a hot car in a Walmart parking lot in August. Michelle and Nat Holt used a brick to smash the back window of the vehicle, and they climbed in to rescue the child. A big Texas rainmaker is moving inland as Tropical Depression in Melda could cause some significant flash flooding events in the Houston area. Isolated total, you start getting up around 10 or 12 inches, that's when we would be concerned, especially if that fell in a short period of time. 
That's Jeff Linder of the Harris County Flood Control District. Forecasters say parts of that area could get 18 inches of rain over the next 24 hours. And this is USA Radio News. gentlemen hard-hitting talk all right anything else on Roy Moore Kurt I think he's right as rain and I feel bad for the fact that he can't get a redress of grievance uh, in his own country where America used to prize that innocent until proven guilty now that's by the wayside on the altar of these false allegations that just seem to be everywhere against any opponent uh, it's a sad tale to tell and again I don't want to dismiss the accusers um, necessarily either they have every right to accuse especially if the truth is on their side the problem that I have is we can't get to the proper venues to resolve such Okay, if you really have a true accusation and the truth is on your side, you should have no problem going to court and saying, hey, we need to get to the bottom of this. We need to have a, you know, an answer here. I don't have any problem with the accusers and their uh, focus or their their claims if they're accurate. But they need to be willing to go to the proper venues to resolve, not just let it live in the court of public opinion with allegations and yet never get to the bottom of the truth or never get create accountability or transparency on the issue. That's my problem. Anything else on Roy Moore, Kurt? All right, we'll try to get Kurt back. In the meantime, there's an interesting story uh, about mosquitoes. And, um, you know, they, they've they been conducting these mosquito experiments uh, over the years. And what they do is they genetically modify these uh, mosquitoes. So the idea was to modify the genes of the mosquitoes so they could not reproduce. And so they were like, hey, we can modify this. We can watch the, um, you know, mosquitoes. Um, just start to, I don't know if I should use this word, but drop like flies. Uh, so the mosquitoes would simply die and the, the overpopulation of mosquitoes would, would be reduced and everything. And it sounded like an awesome idea by the scientists. And I warned against it. I said, Do you, not, you know what? You don't want to create genetically modified anything. Okay. And whether it's food or whether it's mosquitoes or no matter what it is, we don't want that, man. Uh, but nevertheless, the scientists didn't, you know, consider Sam's idea. You know, I believe God engineers these animals and insects and things, and we ought not try to create our own. But nevertheless, scientists say that they um, this was a great idea, so they did it, right? But now the mosquito experiments have a surprise outcome, according to new studies. Instead of wiping them out as intended, genetic engineering may have made them, quote, more robust, says science. Scientists now say the modified genes are now showing up in the mosquito population, which was not supposed to happen. Now, that's bad enough. Talking about the mosquitoes, right? And that's like, wow, are you serious right now? Um, The genetically modified genes are showing up in the mosquito population. They didn't want that to happen, but it did happen. So here's my question to you. And maybe I'm just dumber than a doornail, right? But but follow my, you know, simple mind logic for a second, would you please? Okay? Scientists say this is all good. We got to modify, genetically modify the mosquitoes. We got to, uh, you know, do this to reduce the population. So they do it. Sounds like a great idea. They expect the mosquitoes to drop like flies and the population to plummet. No, it did not happen. What happened was, well, somehow they 
the mosquitoes modified. I don't know what you call it when it's genetically modified by humans, but uh, the mosquitoes modified themselves too. And then the modifications, the mosquitoes made, made them more robust. The modified genes are now showing up in the mosquito population. And that wasn't supposed to happen. But yet now um, the genetic engineering made the mosquitoes more robust. So now they're like super mosquitoes, right? And these super mosquitoes now are genetically modified. And, and who knows where it'll go from here? And don't tell me the scientists know what will happen from here because they didn't even expect the genetically modified material to be in the mosquito population going forward, right? So they don't really know what they're doing. That's why it's an experiment. They don't know what the outcome will be. And when they claim they do, they're lying to you, and this is the proof. Now, why do I bring this up? Why is this such a critical deal? Well, number one, these super mosquitoes might create diseases like you've never seen before. But in addition to that reality check that's of concern, what about all the genetically modified foods we're eating, folks? And if they didn't know, if the scientists didn't know what would happen to the genetically modified mosquitoes and they thought it wouldn't end in the mosquito population, but it did, and oh, so sorry that it did. Now we got these super mosquitoes, these super powerful or whatever you want to call it mosquitoes. More robust is the term the scientists use for these mosquitoes. Okay, what happens to humans when you feed them genetically modified food? Do we know? No, we don't. And therefore, a grand experiment has been done by those who genetically modify food and government who has backed that, saying that it's safe, saying that it's effective. Kurt, you want to speak out on this one? I don't know how much you got to hear, but there you go. You know, uh, on the mosquitoes, I, I heard a little bit back and forth, you know, uh, through there. Um, but, um, you know, uh, I heard lately there was a Utah story on it. I don't know if you followed it. It was down in Moab. I guess they had a whole bunch of uh, mosquitoes out. And so then a bunch of the uh, different mosquito abatement district guys uh, all cruised down there to, you know, save the world. Um at least in my opinion, uh, many times uh, we'll go out there and spray and kill all the mosquitoes, but what else are we killing? And are we not many times uh, spreading dangerous stuff out to people in the actual spray? Well, and then the other question in addition to that, though, is what, is happen- what happens to the ecosystem when a lot of the other um, you know, food chain um, Groups of animals or whatever you want to say eat the mosquitoes and what happens when their food's gone? What do they eat next or what do they do and how does that affect their population? And this isn't just a surgical removal of the bad guys, the mosquito, Kurt. You know, they want you to believe it's that simple, but it's not. thousand percent, you know, just like when we go and, uh, you know, we embrace all this uh, either pest control in our homes and businesses and yards, et cetera, and then our uh, and and. What, what, at what cost, you know, uh, to get rid of a weed? And then uh, do we not, we see these stories where they talk about, hey, when we use so many antibiotics, then uh, our systems become uh, immune to it, I guess you'd say. And then uh, and what happens with your, with your body when you've got antibiotics bugs, and you know? vaccines and um, modified food? Oh, then what happens, point. Kurt? <laughs> well, I just think, you know, the... Basically, the system is messed up and it goes off the rails. And then you get, uh, you know, these 
I guess you call them super bugs or super problems, you know. I I kind of recommend to people, you know, if you got a bug or a weed, if it's a bug, smash it. If it's a weed, pull it, you know. Uh, if you're concerned with it, Imagine you might use your like pest that. control. You might use your pest control called uh, your chicken to take care of the bug, you know. Um, I think uh, it's pretty good pest control as well as, you know, food production. Uh, but anyway, there's just uh, a lot wrong in our big chemical world. And you're seeing it with, uh, you know, you've got some of these reporters about gly or uh, stories about glyphosate, which is the chemical name for Roundup in the news. And there's, there's several others uh, out there. But Well, there's other you know, tools that just, can help, too, Kurt, by yeah. the way. They got these, you know, back in the day when I heard about them, they were called bug zappers. What they really were was these yeah. things that you plug in that emit this sound that then the bugs hate and the bugs leave, right? Right. So I'm all for getting the bugs to leave rather than killing them, too. Good point. You know, there's a lot yeah. of ways to go about this, but I'm saying this. When you genetically modify mosquitoes and then they bite people, what happens to that? Now, a mosquito bite might be bad, but what about a, what about a robust mosquito bite, Kurt? I think that would be a little worse. You think that would be just like mellower? Well, yeah, and and like you mentioned, uh, if you're bitten and you're under the influence of all these vaccines and or uh, you know other drugs modified genetically modified like foods, yeah, and the drugs, Kurt. I mean, you've got a four pronged yeah. cocktail that's just like who knows what's going to happen. That's a great. And they're point, like, I don't understand why people are struggling with their health, you know, and you know, better see if we can get on some medication for that problem there, you know. Just keeps going on and on and on and on, and then I bring it up. They're like, "You're an idiot. What 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 credentials do you have? Big pharma and the PhD is taking over, buddy. You're just an idiot." And they go like that, right? Anyway, there you have it. Just thought I'd bring that to your attention. Now the feds are mad, Kurt, and they're suing Edward Snowden over quote Hmm. new memoir. Now they're not trying to shut down his book, Kurt. They just want the proceeds. Yeah, well, that's the same thing, isn't it? No. Because if they, they let the book roll the and cash. they keep all the cash, that's what they're doing to a lot of us broadcasters. They don't want to just shut down your broadcast, Kurt. That would be anti-free speech. Yeah. Okay, so what they want to do is they want to leave you broadcasting, buddy. They just want to take all the revenue from you. Mm-hmm. Why is it not the same? Because it still takes the work of everybody involved to do whatever, but they get the cash. Shutting it down means, hey, it's just gone. You got a question. Why do they not want to shut it down, but yet they want to keep the cash? Either... Of those, and you need to be very clear. They don't want to shut it down because they know that people will get mad saying, what are, you, what are you, the book burning crowd? What are you, China? So they don't want to shut it down outright. They just want to take the revenue and profit by. Anyway, I think Edward Snowden's a hero. Let's talk about it. Sam and Curtin seconds. Abby Johnson was once director of a Planned Parenthood clinic in Bryan, Texas. After a moral crisis, she quit, and now she campaigns against what she wants endorsed. They implement abortion quotas in all of their clinics. What do you mean quotas? You have to perform a certain number of abortions every month. Um, one of the reasons that I left... Are they explicit about that? Yes. It's, it's in your budget, right there on the line item. 
uh, one of the reasons I left Planned Parenthood was because uh, in a budget meeting I was told to double that abortion quota. And for me, as someone who had spoken to the media and had said, you know, we're about reducing the number of abortions, we're about, you right. know, prevention, all of these other services, I was shocked. So since this. you actually worked at a Planned Parenthood, give us some sense of the relative number of abortions. Okay, abortions, Planned Parenthood provides over 330,000 abortions a year. They are the largest single abortion provider in our country. Is receiving a faith-based, character-focused education for your children difficult to find? Do you believe that godly principles should be a central component in your child's education? Imagine a school where faith and integrity are at its center, where heritage and responsibility instill character. For over 40 years, American Heritage School has been educating both hearts and minds, bringing out academic excellence. This is the school where character and embracing the providence of a living God are fundamental, where students' national test scores average near the 90th percentile. With American Heritage School's Advanced Distance Education Program, distance is no longer an issue. With an accredited LDS-oriented curriculum from kindergarten through 12th grade, your children can attend from anywhere in the world. American Heritage School will prepare your child for more than a job. It will prepare them for life. To learn more, visit American-Heritage.org. That's American-Heritage.org. Whether we're talking about Edward Snowden or Julian Assange, it seems like, um, Kurt, whenever you stand against government, it, you're just going to get shut down and abused and, and maligned. And, uh, you know, hey, if the government doesn't like you, buddy, it's curtains. Whether you're a, a Ken Cromar and you lose your house to the IRS, whether you're a Roy Moore and they don't like you, so you're a pervert, never mind the truth in both cases. Uh, whether you're um, Edward Snowden and you're a whistleblower, whether you're Julian Assange and you're a whistleblower, whether you're Sam Bushman and they just want to steal all your revenue from your broadcast or Alex Jones or whoever knows who, um, you know, it's out of control. But I, my prayers are with Edward Snowden. And I guess he's in Russia, Kurt. And they say the problem is he's revealed all kinds of, uh, oh, what do you call that, Kurt, classified information and such like that. But I got a question. Who has leaked more classified information, Edward Snowden or Hillary Clinton, Kurt? Hmm, you know what I'm talking about? Hillary's fine. Oh, no. It was all an accident on her <laughs> part there now. Edward, see? Now, Edward's the guy, though, that let us know George Bush lied, Kurt. When George Bush said, hey, you know, when we found out that George Bush is spying on people via the phone lines and recording things. And, okay, and, and then George said, oh, it's just the overseas people that, that are on a terrorist list. And it was like, well, it's... Yeah. Well, all right, it's everybody. <laughs> and uh, then, okay, Edward Snowden's the one that let us know all that. Definitively true, Kurt. Good point. And now Edward Snowden's the guy that's, uh, you know, in trouble here. Um, he has to, what, hide out in Russia? Is that where the guy is? Hanging out in Moscow? You going to hang out with the communists uh, or what, Kurt? It's, well, sometimes it's funny how it's like when we were in uh, Washington, D.C., and you know, Sheriff Mack gets on uh, Russia Today's program, you know. Um, uh, sometimes you get the truth in places where you think, is it really here? Well, that's what I'm saying. You know, why is you know yeah. Russia protecting the whistleblower? The United States should be 
uh, in my opinion, treating whistleblowers with respect and kids' gloves and giving them a chance. Uh, but in this case, the problem is now the United States is trying to, um, you know, sue Edward Snowden over the memoir. And then I don't know how you really sue him internationally, but they're getting it done. Okay, but where's Donald Trump to say, wait a minute, Edward Snowden and Julian Assange are the good guys here, right, Kurt? Well, at least it sure seems like that's the way it is, Sam, you know. Um, I mean, we say we passed these whistleblower laws and all this kind of stuff so that, you know, you can go ahead and, uh, you know, find out the truth about things and we say we have these uh, freedom of information act requests and all that kind of stuff but man when you try to actually participate in that you find out that that's i mean i was going to say it's a joke uh but you know there are cases where you know you finally get something uh but most of the time like i think there was a recent story with judicial watch they got some stuff but then it was highly redacted so in other words that just means that they used a magic marker and marked through a whole bunch of the stuff they finally gave them you know uh it's just crazy you know what i mean i know exactly what you mean but it's getting worse. So let's just say we dismiss Edward Snowden for a second. Not that I really want to. I'm just making the point here. I don't know if you know, but the per-prisoner cost, wow, the per-prisoner cost at Guantanamo Bay, Kurt, is kind of staggering now. Turns out that it's $13 million per year for each individual now reports the New York Times. Hmm. Now, sounds like a lot of money, right? Do you know how we know oh, this, Kurt? So. No, probably one of those Freedom of Information Act nope. requests. The New York Times no. is reporting it, but there's a whistleblower. There you go. Yeah. What's Without the guy? Now, um, NPR says they have an exclusive. I don't get how they have an exclusive, but the New York Times has it, too. Guy's name is Gary Brown, and he's the whistleblower, Kurt. And you say, well, who the heck, Sam, is Gary Brown? Well, Gary Brown is a pretty influential guy, Kurt. He served as a, quote, legal advisor to the head of Guantanamo military commissions. That's before he got fired and then he decided to turn whistleblower. So he's filed a federal whistleblower complaint calling out gross financial waste at Guantanamo. Mm-hmm. Now, it's kind of interesting a little bit. I question Gary Brown slightly because until he got fired, I don't think he was ready to blow the whistle, Kurt. <laughs> so I'm a little bit, uh, I don't know what to, to say about it here for a second. I'm a little bit worried about guys Wary like that. about it? Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. because. They they have something, you know, well, to uh, axe to grind, I guess maybe. you say. Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. But the potential's there. That's why I worry. And so I would say, you know what, let's get into a court of law. But when this guy basically sues, uh, I want to know the truth. How's that, Kurt? Now, again, the story just said Brown. I had to go hunt Gary. But I like knowing people's full names because then you know who's who and what's going on, right? <clears throat> but I find this interesting when we talk about Edward Snowden and the whistleblowers. <clears throat> And then we find out per prisoner cost at Guantanamo is like $13 million a year per person. 
And then we find out Gary Brown is the one. Now, will Gary just be in trouble, Kurt, and everybody else is scot-free, but Gary's in trouble? Is that what's next? Usually, isn't it? Unfortunately, yes. I mean, that's my whole concern. Our prayers are with Gary. Our prayers are with Edward. Our prayers are with everybody who wants the truth. Yeah, we're truthers. Uh, Even our prayers for guys who don't want to know the truth. I hope they change their attitude and do want the truth. Yeah. Just running around praying for everybody. Can you imagine that kind of a sin? By the way, Saudi Arabia, speaking of of sin-free folks, the folks over there in Saudi Arabia, Kurt, government leadership, promises concrete proof that Iran or Iran is behind the oil attack, Kurt. Good point. Do you trust them for proof, Kurt? Remember, Saudi Arabia is where 14 out of 19 hijackers came from the same consulate or office for Mm 9-11. These are the guys that murdered that other guy. What's his name? I don't have a handy. Or Aladdin to be murdered Saudi Arabia. Yeah, Yeah, uh, there was uh, the guy that said they they said he was a Washington Post reporter, but, you know, I I think it was just basically somebody against him. uh, Well, I don't know who was who. All I know is this. That's where, you know, Donald said it's okay, and a lot of people, even Congress, started to say, hey, Saudi Arabia is a problem. Uh, Donald, or I mean, Ron Paul has documented that Saudi Arabia was the problem for decades, and he basically said right after 9-11 that Saudi Arabia was primarily responsible, not even... Iraq in the first place. And so you get this weird thing, and now you get Saudi Arabia going, hey, man, we promise we'll get you the proof there now. We'll get to the bottom of this thing. So the whistleblower's in trouble, but Saudi Arabia, who's going to you know, tell the truth, they're not in any trouble, Kurt. They're like, I mean, they're, they're kind of like Israel. You got Israel, China, and Saudi Arabia that all have this favored status for some warped reason, right? Good point. I think it has to do with money, Sam, don't you think? I don't know if it's money or if it helps to destabilize the world to promote new world order or global, you know, governance or dominance. I mean, I think all those things play into to, uh, the mix. Part of it's money, part of it's power. I mean, I don't really know because I'm not behind the scenes in some of these circles, but I know that money isn't that important because they can just print it. But money control or combined with control, they're highly interested in, right? So how much is money versus how much is global control that they're after, destabilizing the world so they can move um, into that, quote, era, if you will? I don't know. All I know is I don't trust Saudi Arabia to get to the bottom of anything, ladies and gentlemen. All right. Med school. You should go to med school, Kurt. Med school is on us, Cornell decides. That's Cornell University, right? School will cover all costs, Kurt, for anyone Qualifying for financial aid now. Now I think they're yeah, lying. This. this is a fake news story, Kurt. Less. Yeah. Well, good point. All right. You think it's going to cost less, Kurt? No, I. I think it's going to cost more when you get um, for education. Uh, when you get um, a screwed up system, in other words, you get, uh, you know. Uncle Sam or whoever else paying for it, then whoever's providing the service is going to up the cost. I think that's right. It's just, just it also means a few get kind of a, a special deal, but the rest have to bear the load. And the cost, right. uh, the cost has to come from somewhere. Mm-hmm. Doesn't it, Kurt? I think so. Or do costs just somehow uh, magically used to not exist? In, in economics class, they used to teach us there ain't no such thing as a free lunch. All right. Now, I don't understand when they say med school is on us, says Cornell. Where does Cornell get all of its cash, Kurt? Isn't it from the taxpayer? Well, I know that uh, they, 
they access, I'm pretty sure, quite a bit of um, tax dollars, you know what I mean? But I don't, hardly, you can hardly find an institution that doesn't, you know what I mean? Sadly, I know what you mean, but in my mind... It's a private university in Ithaca, New York. Did they receive any uh, government funding? Well, I'm sure they do. Did they use FAPSA, Kurt? Uh, what is that? It's a big government grant program. Okay, there you go. Even Brigham Young University uses FAPSA and all these things. There you go. They had a $7.23 billion endowment as of 2018. No wonder they're feeling so generous, my friend. Yeah. Uh, they say they've got 4,800 uh, acres to their campus. Um, they're called the Big Red uh, Cornell University. So many of these institutions were started, uh, you know, by like churches, etc. But then they've been, I think, um, taken over. Um, they call them a private land grant university. They're one of ten in the United States, and the only one in New York. Um, when you understand what that means, uh, land grant university is also they called uh, a land grant college. Uh, so who gave them the, the land? United Church? States. The United States designated by a state to receive the benefits of. Uh, some kind of act of Congress. So this is where um, we have government pulling the lever, lever in favor of these special, quote, private colleges. And in, yeah. as far as I can tell, how private is it when the taxpayers are forced to give land for free or land for special pricing or whatever you want to call it? How is it really private, Kurt? What it is, it's, most. it's a fascist private government uh, monopoly duopoly kind of a thing, isn't it? Yeah. They say most land-grant colleges became large public universities or government universities. Um, but, however, some land-grant colleges are private schools, including Cornell University. So, um, you know, kind of a weird mix there. Well, and sadly, every know. time you think something might be good, might be private, might be independent, might be, then you, you dig in and you find out, well, it all yeah. depends on how you determine private. <laughs> That's right. Right? What does private really mean, Kurt? Yeah, that's right. If they're a land grant, in other words, they got their start from taxpayer money and land, and they get special privileges at the trough all the way along. All right. When we get back, we got James Edwards joining us for the second hour. We're going to talk about Lavoy Finnicum. We're going to talk about strange pronouns. We've got a lot to cover on your radio, ladies and gentlemen. Hard-hitting news that Edwards refused to use continues on your favorite talk station. For Sam and Kurt, we declare we the people, along with the grace of the Almighty, we can and will restore a grand old republic. But you got to get involved, choose the right, make it a great day. LibertyRoundTable.com for live and on-demand radio. Donations as well are absolutely welcome. LibertyRoundTable.com. For Sam and Kurt, we declare this nation shall endure. God save the Republic of the United States of America. America. 